Hey guys, it's Brianna, and I am joined by my friend and co-host, Christina. Hi, everyone. And you are listening to Oh Brother, your favorite Big Brother podcast. Listen as we discuss all of the alliances, backdoors, and twists you love to watch. Christina, we have a lot to talk about. A lot. It's been a week, man. It's been a week. I feel like Big Brother... Yeah, I feel like Big Brother has been on for like three months. I know. I feel like it's been going on for so long. I'm like, wait, this is only the second eviction. Yeah, this is week two. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait. So weird. Um, so I guess we could just jump right into Sunday's episode. Yeah. The first notable thing that I wrote down about the episode is the way that they're doing have-nots this season. Yeah. I'm glad they're actually mentioning it because I felt like in past seasons, a lot of the times, like they would do the have-nots in like the first episode and then for the rest of the season they would continue to do have nots but they didn't actually mention it in the like main episodes so it kind of felt like it didn't matter but the way they're doing it this time around is instead of like the hoh naming them or getting it as like a punishment from a comp they're having it so that the exiting have nots give their spot to the next group which i think is genius i think it's fantastic not Me only too. do you have an excuse to say someone you don't like, but you can use the excuse of you've never had it. So here you go. Mm-hmm. Oh and my it's not gosh. like they can get actually mad at you, you know? And like when it gets into like later parts of the season, depending on how long, if they do have knots for the whole season or if it's just for a short amount of time. But when it gets later into the season, we could get into the thing where like two people are rivals and then just week after week Back give it to each other. I would die to see that. You think people would do that like in this house i think if if they got into a big enough tiff yeah i think they would i think if one person just solely doesn't like one other person they'll just keep giving it to them yeah that's what i would do i'd be like bitch you're getting it again (laughs) um so the have-nots prior were memphis ian nicole a and kevin so memphis gives his to david and (laughs) yeah this is when we start to see that like memphis thinks he's all that He's very clearly like, he thinks he's like the big man on campus. That's yeah. how I can describe it. Like he just thinks very highly of himself. And poor David, for some reason, Memphis has his sights set on poor David. Right. And when the HOH chooses you as a have not, it's not a very good omen. Yeah, no. So I felt bad for David. Ian chose Nicole F because she volunteered, which becomes a little bit of drama later on. Because, I don't get why that would even be drama. Like, yeah. she's probably saying, like, hey, like, I'll volunteer. It's fine. We can get into a little bit later, like, Memphis's weird yeah. obsession with wanting to get Ian out. But yeah. I think it was that coupled with the fact that he got saved in the safety suite that yeah, he was like, why are we up. letting this guy coast by kind of thing. But she did volunteer. So Ian was like, great. I have a really easy out. I'll give it to Nicole. Um, and Nicole A gave it to Christmas. And then Kevin gave his to Kaser. And they did keep it to people who hadn't had have-nots before. So I thought that was very fair of them. This time around, we might see a little bit of, like, revenge or dislike coming in with the have-not choosings. I saw Christmas and Nicole F. had a conversation on feeds that they didn't show in the episode where Nicole F. was like, I really want to give mine to Janelle because like, I know she hates me and I don't like her. So I just want to be able to say like, Janelle, you have not. And also she can use the excuse that she hasn't had it before, but also it's like kind of obvious that they don't like each other. I, 
understand how someone could be like, oh, we should try to go after Nicole eventually because she, you know, already won, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like Janelle, like all of a sudden it's only Nicole F that she's, you know? Yeah. I like, so I, do, I do understand Nicole F's perspective because we don't know what goes on in the house, but like you're living with someone and they keep bringing you up and, mm-hmm. and this and that and keep talking about you. Like, what is her issue with her? Yeah, I don't really understand where this drama comes in because it seems like it's a very mutual dislike. But according to Nicole F., she invited Janelle to her wedding. They're friends on the outside. I don't know if they have like some personal drama on the outside that they're bringing in, but yeah, it seems like more than just you one big brother. You don't want to again. Like yeah, the two of them just clearly don't like each other for some reason, and I don't know why. Um, Weird. Yeah, just a weird. I guess some people were saying that they think it's because like. Janelle is very much like a girl's girl and in the past Nicole has been been very like cutthroat to the girls when she's played and like only wants to work with guys so people are like maybe Janelle is like coming after her for that reason but it still doesn't seem like a big enough reason for them two to like legitimately hate each other no oh my gosh so a little bit strange but the other um thing that Nicole and Danny were talking about when they were talking about have nots which I didn't even think of was that they kind of have to try to be strategic with who they choose to put in there. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Bailey and Janelle both haven't been have-nots yet, but they're starting to notice that Bailey and Janelle are friendly. So they're like, okay, Christmas, don't choose Bailey because we don't want the two of them bonding in the have-not room and then yeah. coming after us later. Like, they don't want to put people in there who they think could vibe that aren't already allies because then they could kind of, like, create an alliance that they didn't intend. Which exactly. I never thought That's of. Smart, though, yeah. Yeah, until they brought it up. I was like, okay, you guys are gaming hard already. I wouldn't have even thought of that. I know. I was like, dang. Pretty cool. Yeah. Another thing I had written down from this episode was Davon talking about being bullied for her skin skin color and talking about mm-hmm. basically how um, a lot of times light-skinned people are talked about as being like more beautiful and she felt a little bit out of place, I guess, being like a darker-skinned woman. And I really liked this little tidbit. I think it's really smart of CBS to start showing more of this stuff and less of the, like, stupid shit they tend to show when it's, like, non-game talk. Mm -hmm. Um, I also liked that she talked about how she's teaching her daughter a lot about Black Lives Matter. I I loved that that whole conversation. Yeah, it was so sweet. And it was, like, a softer side of Davon that I feel like we don't see that much. Yeah, definitely. Like I said before, I think Davon is one of the most – on all of Big Brother, one of the most improved players just as a person, like as a whole. And I really respect her for that. Yeah, I agree. And I think that like in the past, we've seen like this like strong cutthroat, like funny version of Devon, but now they're kind of getting down to showing a little bit more of like her softer side. So I like that a lot. I'm excited to see her the rest of the season, that's for sure. And I think that she's in a pretty good place right now. So hopefully she can keep it that way. Then we get to the safety suite. What did you think about Memphis's little plan to get everyone to use their VIP pass? Oh my God, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how he could have, whatever plan he had in his head, what made him think of that. I don't know how he thought that he could explain it to people without sounding like the biggest jerk. Yeah, I think like, that he doesn't care. That's the thing. I don't think he cares, but I think he should start caring about yeah. certain things because if you're trying to get everybody to use their safety suite and saying all this and that, it's, it's, 
Oh, I, I totally agree. You're just kind agree. of showing your cards. Yeah, I totally agree in the respect that, like, long-term, he fucked his game. But I was kind of impressed by how well it worked. Like, so I thought more people would be like, no, I see what you're doing. Like, you're just trying to get, get everybody to use their safety suite. But so many people swiped. So I was like, he, like, looks like a dick. And, like, it's probably going to come back to bite him later. But it kind of worked. I think it worked in terms of the people who aren't in his alliance because they obviously fear in the house and you're not with him. And he was having that conversation with you saying, I don't know, you might want to use it. Like no matter who he says that to, they're going to think they're like getting targeted. Mm -hmm. So you'd kind of not be dumb to not do it, but it could have a big chance to backfire. Oh yeah. Um, and the people who are in his alliance who did it, that I think was just ridiculous. Yeah. I thought that was funny that like, like I think I didn't think Cody was gonna do it. Mm. And I was just like it was very are dumb you of them. joking and Cody then who and was Christmas. It? Christmas. She's like, I'll do it. I'm like, oh my god, why? Why? I don't understand these people. Like I get uh, I understand it in like a purely strategic standpoint, but long term that's so stupid, especially because like the people who were smart were like Danny and Nicole F that were like, no, like I'm supposed to be in an alliance with you. Why am I going to use my, my pass? Like that's dumb. Exactly. That could help the whole alliance later down the line. Yeah. Of course those two get to play later. Um, but Cody and Christmas like willingly were like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. And I was like, that's Absolutely so crazy. ridiculous. I understand if you feel a little bit unsafe, but I didn't get the impression that either of them felt unsafe. I, I think they think- were just doing it because Memphis told them to do it. Exactly. I don't think anybody in the alliance had a reason to feel unsafe. Mm-hmm. Except for the fact that Nicole F was getting told that Kaster and Janelle were telling him to put her up. Like, I do understand why she would feel a little at unease. Yeah. Because Memphis wasn't even telling his alliance that they were safe. Right. Which he should have directly said, none of you were going up this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. But he didn't do that. He, he's just a really sus person in the game. Yeah, he totally is. Okay, so the players were David, Cody, Devon, Ian, Kevin, Christmas, and Bailey. And the whole cast. <laughs> you, I know. You may notice that one of those names is, is not Nicole Anthony. No. And a lot of people are saying that the reason she was put on the block is because she didn't play. I tend to disagree, but what do you think? I think it did play a factor because if Memphis mentioned it that many times, I think that was a factor. But I think he would have targeted those sort of people anyways. And by those sort of people, I mean, like, not the outcast, because Nicole has proven that she's not really an outcast anymore. But in terms of this season, David didn't really have an alliance. Yeah, he's with Tyler, but, like, he didn't have an open alliance with anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole really didn't have a big alliance with anybody. Like, didn't really show a spotlight on their alliances, whether they were private or not. So I think he would have chosen those people because he got, one, the least amount of blood on his hands. Two, he already shown that he didn't like David and three Nicole is friends with David so it kind of puts her in the same boat yeah I like totally agree with the fact that I think she would have gone up regardless however I do think had she played and like the outcome was the same that she didn't win I do think maybe she would have had a little bit more bargaining power with Memphis later on to be like listen I didn't play in this thing or I played in this thing because you told me to so like I agree. I'm a, I'm kind of loyal in that respect. Like I think it would have given her more bargaining power, but I still think her ass would have been up on the block. Oh, I 100% agree. 100%. So the competition itself was a balancing competition. It looked really hard. The only thing 
that stuck out to me that entire competition was Davon thought she did so well. Like she's here <laughs> talking herself up and they're showing her clips. She <laughs> took the time to take off her shoes and she's trying yeah. to use her feet to pick up these things and like not just having the common sense to just grab the side of the table instead of trying to individually hold all the things. I was like, Davon, please don't do this to me right now. I think like, she was just having a ball, to be honest. I oh think she was God. having fun. I'm she like, was like, oh. At some point, I wonder, like, is she just doing this to be funny? Because how can you think that that's a great strategy? She's sitting here using her damn toes. I was like, Davon, <laughs> what are you doing? I can't. She just cracks me up sometimes. And she's I think just she's good TV. Great. She's great. Ugh. I think she's awesome. She's I don't too know, funny. man. Sometimes I worry. <laughs> so she got like fucking eight minutes and then Christmas comes out and wins it with a minute 38. I was yeah, like, everyone's geez. like, what? <laughs> oh my Lord. She did so well. So well. And then we get a little bit of drama because dun, dun, dun. Memphis has this whole plan with his alliance. Uh-huh. That they don't speak to each other. Great yeah, plan, yeah, right? Like what? <laughs> Until your alliance member doesn't know who your target is, and then she decides to save that person with yeah. her plus one. So she saves he Ian. He literally told who was it? Cody. That yeah, it? I'm like, dude, even you need that, to communicate. Even, exactly. He didn't say that he was a target. He was just talking about him like in terms of game. He didn't say directly, like, hey, I'm gonna target him or blah 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 blah. So I don't even think Cody knew that he was going to go after Ian. I think he kind of thought, oh, he's one we have to look out for. But how was she supposed to know? And I think Memphis kind of understood that. He but at said, the same time, he was annoyed. He was like, why would she I think he was very him? annoyed, which I understand why. Like, if I were in his perspective. But he can't blame Christmas. And I don't think he was. Yeah. Like, I think he was annoyed. But I think he realized, like, I didn't tell anybody. I can't really get mad at her. Like, this should just prove to him why this telephone alliance is not going to work. Like, y'all need to get in the room and speak to each other because clearly this is not working out in your favor. Well, Cody's been going and talking to the alliance as if he, Memphis wasn't in it. So Mm -hmm. I think they should just do something. Yeah, I agree. They need to drop (laughs) Memphis for sure. Take him out. Speaking of Ian, Memphis, like, weirdly has this revenge plan for poor little Ian because Ian beat Dan and he's friends with Dan. And I'm like, Memphis, Dan is not even pressed. Dan already won. Dan doesn't care. Dan don't care. Dan forgot about it. Dan moved on. I'm like, why does he have such a revenge for this poor little boy? Like, I understand, like, having his ego being hurt, knowing that, like, Dan beat me and Ian beat Dan. But don't say you're doing it for Dan. Like, Dan doesn't need your help. Dan probably doesn't even talk to you. I was like, what is going through this man's head? Like, I think this is going to take over his game, and it's it's not a good decision. In my yeah, opinion. it's not a good look for him, that's for sure. No. He looks like he's like, got some, I don't know. He, he's on a power trip, and he looks very desperate, is what he I think. He doesn't have a right to be on a power trip. Also, fun fact, this is Memphis's first HOH ever. He made it all the way to final two on his season and never won an HOH. So it makes sense why he went a little bit nuts. He was like, really jonesing for this power. Can you imagine if Dr. Will got HOH his first season? Oh my God. (laughs) So speaking of HOH, then we get to the noms. And before we talk about the nominees, there was a conversation that that happened on feeds. And if you know anything about me, you probably already know what I'm going to say. But... (laughs) Janelle mentioned wanting the key wheel back. 
And I was <laughs> clapping away. I was like, yes, girl. Oh, and she made a good point. I have to bring this up because y'all know I love the key wheel. She made a great point that like, it's not just like a, a time suck. There's actually like some strategy to it. She was like, it was kind of fun to like choose the order you were going to have people pull their keys out because then you can like put your allies first and the people you kind of want to be on edge at the later parts. And then she also brought up like a good point that say, for example, like Bailey is, um, hates Tyler or something. And you want to get back at Bailey for something you can put Bailey's key and then put Tyler's next so that she has to pull Tyler's key and say, Tyler, you are safe, even though she hates Tyler. Yeah, like... So it's just like a fun, like it's just an added fun so many feature. to it. Yeah, so I was just like, okay, Janelle, thank you so much for validating <laughs> my feeling that we need to bring the key back. <laughs> she got your back. <laughs> she does, she does. With that being said, we have macho, masculine, hunky <laughs> Memphis up here. And who does he nominate? David and Nicole Anthony. What? When you look at it on paper, it's like, oh my God. I was like, you talked this motherfucking game all week, and then you nominated the two people from last season. <laughs> the guy who wasn't even in the house for two weeks. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, don't oh, yeah. I understand if you're saying, like, oh, I want to do this lay low game, all this stuff, but he was a jerk for the whole week. He's talking like major shit. Laying low, talking a big game. I'll talk, and then all of a sudden he's like, "All right, guys, I'm yeah. gonna nominate David and Nicole." Yeah, and then he puts <laughs> these two pipsqueaks up there. I'm like, "What are you doing?" Nothing against Nicole and David. I think they are very. Oh good. yeah. So I think they're very good in terms of numbers, and they know who to align with. But at they're the same good players time, in they- their own respect. But like, you you see this big dude, you think he's gonna put up some like other like threats like big like it was very dumb not to like, put janelle doing? and caser not that i want janelle and caser to go up nothing like that i actually like caser mm-hmm. i just think that he both exposed himself to both um his alliance mm-hmm. and his alliance with janelle and caser i think yeah. both sides are like what are you doing so i think he's kind of like on the fence with both alliances at the moment and they're all kind of like skeptical about him now mm-hmm. agreed he put I himself just, in a really bad spot he's digging himself a hole mm-hmm. that's for sure speaking of the nomination i don't know if you saw it on feeds but people were a little pissed so obviously we don't see the actual nomination happen on feeds it, they cut to um the animal shelter but right after the noms feeds came back and david was like so upset and all this stuff and it was because it was the second time that memphis was like kind of rude to him about it being like basically his first time playing Big Brother. David, you're at the grown-ups table now, and buddy, you're gonna have to prove yourself. And he was a little bit aggressive, and you saw it in the noms that Dave, uh, Memphis said something like, "Welcome to the grown-ups table." Yeah. And David's literally a 30-year-old man. Like I understand if he said, like I understand wanting to be like this villain and like be a little bit of a jerk and stuff and like make good TV. But maybe say something like, welcome to Big Brother or like, welcome to the all-star table. Like, he's an adult man. It was weird. It's just like strange because Memphis, how many seasons was Memphis on? One? Just one, yeah. But he made it to final two. But like, he sits here and talks to all these people as if they have never watched Big Brother or even like been in the house. And it's just like, like, I get it's an all-stars season. 
Well, like he has much every right to be there as you do. He never won HOH. He was never a big player. Yeah, he aligned himself with the right people, but he, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really uncalled for. And that's another Very thing that put a really for. bad taste in people's mouths with Memphis. Like Tyler, yeah. right after that happened, Tyler was totally on David's side. Like that dude's a jerk. Like I like am very, totally very on passive your side aggressive. With it. I could see David and Tyler sticking together, and that's not going to be good for Memphis, considering, spoiler alert, we'll get to it later, but Tyler is now the HOH, and he wasn't too happy with Memphis's uh, performance as HOH last week. So, yeah, I don't we'll think anyone that. was. Um, but before we get there, we shall move on to the Wednesday episode. We shall. <laughs> the first thing I wanted to talk about was Kevin wanting an in vitro baby. Oh my God, I literally sat there and I was like, <sighs> He needs to win mm. now. I like I want him to get all this money. This season, just CBS, please give him money. Give Kevin his freaking baby. Oh, I would love that. Although what I will say is like they were talking about how they want to do it. So like they use both the sperms and then it's like, I think you don't such really a great know. Idea. I think it's a good idea. But then at the same time, like if you have two kids, what if it's the same person's sperm that gets chosen both times? Then I'd be like pissed. Be like, what's wrong with mine? What do you mean? Like, if they have twins? No. So basically, what they what their plan was is like him and his husband are both gonna like fertilize the egg with their sperm, but obviously only one is gonna work. Like, both aren't gonna work. Well, so, I'm sure if they like know for a fact, like say Kevin's was for the first kid, they might use the other one. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I think they'll probably do that. Um, but I was like, that would suck if they did that both times, and then like both times it was like Kevin's husband's sperm so like he didn't get a biological baby out of it but either way i want kevin to get a little in vitro baby so oh my god i love him psa if he doesn't make it very far we need to vote him favorite just so he can get 25k to put in that we make him a um what is that thing you put on a gofundme a gofundme oh my god we should (laughs) do it get kevin a baby this is when or this is the part in the episode when janelle and caser are kind of on to this alliance that's happening they haven't yet pegged the fact that Memphis is a part of it, but they name Cody, Tyler, Danny, and Nicole by name. The only two people they missed were Memphis and Christmas. So, because Christmas are... is kind of like that random. Well, Christmas is on the outskirts of the alliance. And I thought this was interesting when Memphis was sharing this information with his alliance that like Janelle and Kaser were onto them. It seemed like Christmas was kind of proud at the fact that like her name wasn't men- mentioned. And I wanted to be like, girl. If people aren't noticing that you're a part of the Alliance, that means you're on, like, the outskirts of the Alliance. Like, you're expendable. Yeah. I would be worrying. Yeah. I would be worried if I were her. I wouldn't be like, oh, they didn't say my name. So Janelle and Kayser are definitely on to Memphis and on to the rest of the house. They know what's going down. Oh, definitely. Definitely. They're on to them. For sure. Then we get to the picking the players for the video competition. And one thing I wanted to mention that I saw on feeds, which just made me laugh, was... <laughs> Cody saying, guys, I'm wearing a tank top. So like right before I need to do some push-ups. So I look swole for the cameras. My and I was God. like, Cody, you're not a nominee. You're not HOH. Like the camera is not going to show you for very long. I think you'll be fine. But it just made me laugh at like the things that people do to like primp and like prep themselves. Like, like yeah, like Cody's girls, like, not a very hair. egotistical person, but he's funny like that. Like he'll be mm-hmm. like, oh guys, I gotta do this. Like he's like, oh Christy's gonna see me. So and I'm wearing a tank. <laughs> I'm wearing a tank. So I gotta make my arms look good. Like I'm gonna do some push-ups right beforehand. I was like, really Cody? Goodness. Such a diva. 
made me so laugh. funny. I, th- I think he's hysterical, though. Yeah, he is funny. Um, so, of course, the players are the two nominees, David, Nicole A., the HOH Memphis, and then Ian, Tyler, and Nicole F. Ian is getting chosen for everything, which I love. I love him. I think he's easily climbed my top. Like, Oh, my God. He's the bomb. I, I, he's my absolute favorite. And with his punishment, I honestly lost it. Oh, my God. <laughs> BB All-Stars, All-Star Wars. I was in the living room watching feeds and it was one of the parts where he was like on the ground like no no and my roommate walked by and she wasn't caught up so i couldn't spoil anything for her so i'm literally just sitting on the couch crying laughing and she's just oh looking at me like, God. what's going on? And I'm like, I can't tell you. It has to do with Big Brother. Like, you'll see it later. So funny. I love him so much. And the funniest thing is there was a part on feeds where he was like, he's like, guys, I don't really like the costumes that much, but I like this unitard. Like, I look good in this unitard. And I was like, yes, Ian, work in your unitard. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's so, so funny. funny. I think he's absolutely fantastic. I also appreciated that, like, everyone seemed to be pretty good sports about it. Yes. And sometimes those punishments can be annoying when you're woken up at, that like, 3 a.m. poor kid where he had to wake people up. Like, so do sorry. With me? <laughs> Kevin, I'm so sorry. Would you help me? <laughs> Oh my god, I felt so bad for the kid <laughs> going into people's rooms. I'm sorry. They definitely tailored. Like they were they were like, okay, we have to see who gets um who gets the plus one before we decide which pu- punishment to give which person. And of course Janelle got it and they were like, let's give her like an easy one, but you know, something she gotta wear it, but she doesn't really have to do too much. Then Ian and they're like Star Wars, yes. We have to give Ian this poor. This I think poor it's because kid, they know Star certain Wars people one. will have more entertainment yeah, on the cameras of certain punishments. Like if Janelle were to do this, it wouldn't be that funny. Yeah, if Janelle did it, I think that like I honestly think she would have been like, I'm not doing this. I would love to see like Cody do it. I oh think my god. So funny. Cody was good about it. He um he helped ian a lot there were like yeah. quite a few scenes where he was like okay I'll, like i'll do your co-star with you and stuff so that was nice to see so sweet um so then we get to the veto comp and it is that balancing the ball one which looked so hard and was definitely not tailored for anyone who doesn't have really great arm strength i like felt bad for the girls yeah, like it, it like so my heavy. arms get tired after t- like bringing the groceries in. Never well, mind. My roommate and I were saying like I don't think I could even stand with my arms out straight for that long, let alone hold something. Yeah, like balance something. Like it looked yeah. so hard. Like that takes a lot of core strength. I felt like and like your shoulders probably hurt really bad. Like your what's that joint in front of your elbow? Like your elbow ditch. I don't know if that's what that's called. No, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. The I other side of your so, elbow. Yeah. Like I feel like that would hurt. Um, yeah. Both of the Nicoles get out first because yeah. they're tiny and it's like really hard to hold. Then Ian drops out, and then we're left with David, Tyler, and Memphis. And David works up the God dumbest plan. I, I don't understand him. He like self sabotaged himself. He starts screaming. He goes, ah! Yeah, he's sitting there going, oh! (laughs) I'm watching and I'm going, is he okay? Like, I thought something was happening to him. Oh! Ah! And Memphis was like, (laughs) what what is is this kid on? on? Like, what is he doing? (laughs) 
it was the sad part was so he kept glancing away from his ball over to Memphis. He was too focused on everyone else and not focused enough on himself. I feel bad because he he no, needs to I focus didn't. on his own game and he just kind of oh. Well, he like he's sitting there screaming, right? That doesn't do anything. So he's like just standing there at this point, and he's like, you could tell his wheels are turning. Like, what else can I do to like throw him off his game? He glances away from his ball for one second and it falls off. I, I don't like, feel dude, bad to be honest. Like no. I do. Wish- I do wish that he like wasn't doing that because I mm-hmm. like David, but like I don't feel bad when you do stuff like that. Like no, when people do that. It like, would have made dumb. it would have made for a good comeback story for him to be like, look, I played, I beat you, whatever, and like I'm getting myself off the block. But yeah. if you're over here grunting during the competition, trying to throw off your your HOH, like oh I don't feel bad for you. I don't either. Like you chose a game. I just really wish that Tyler would have won it. Oh my God, they were like neck and neck. I, don't, I couldn't tell if that was just the way it was edited, but they were both like struggling at the end. The ball was moving all around. Yeah. It was like, looked like it was anyone's game. Of course, we know that Memphis wins it. Dumb. And just another thing to fuel this man's ego. Right. He surely doesn't need it. This is when people are starting to get him to try to consider backdooring. And it's just funny that Nicole and like, that whole alliance is trying to get him to backdoor Janelle, and Janelle is trying to get him to backdoor Nicole. He's kind of got these two different sides in his ear, and instead of choosing a side and strengthening a bond, he decides to do neither and fuck himself over. Idiot. I was like, dude, go where the numbers are. Like, you've got all these people on this side who are saying, backdoor Nicole. And now, obviously, he didn't know this at the time, but now we know Tyler's HOH. Had he decided to backdoor Janelle, he would have been in a good spot. But he didn't. Even Tyler was saying at one point, like, okay, well, Janelle and Kaser are giving you information that they're not giving to us. So, like, why are they doing that? You must be working with them. Tyler knows what you're up to, buddy. And if he's smart... I think everyone did. If he's smart, he'll do something about it. Yeah, I think Memphis just kind of showed his cards really, really early and was just very dumb during his age. Mm-hmm, that's for sure. This is the point on feeds when Nicole starts really spiraling. She, for some reason, thinks that her only two allies in the house are conspiring against her, as Kat would say. And she just really is, like, losing it. She's super paranoid, and I honestly think that's what got her evicted this week. Like, she was considering pulling a house meeting to call them out. And I'm like, what are you going to call them out on for trying yeah. to get you votes? Like they didn't do anything. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. So like I watch these sometimes and I just, I just question what people do in the game. Yeah. I feel really bad for Nicole. Cause I do understand like when you're in it, how maybe you could see it as them using you as a shield or like using you so that they didn't get put up or something. But yeah. At the same time, like, she just shot herself in the foot so badly. And a lot of people on Twitter were saying that, like, she went from AFP to, like, one of the most hated people. And I just feel bad that, like, like I don't hate Nicole at all. I just think she made a dumb decision. And I just she reali- that- I think she realized that as soon as she left the house. She oh, yeah. said, yeah. Like, yeah, like, I, I figured it out. I think she also got caught up in the whole, Everyone hates like, No, well, not even just that, but I think she got so caught up in the whole, I was a pushover my season. I'm oh, not yeah. going to do that this season. My mom told me to cause wreak havoc. And I think she just felt like she was being taken advantage of. And she just got. Yeah, she got two in her head. Yeah. 
I think that like, yeah, you're totally right that like a lot of her insecurities from last season spilled over into this season. And unfortunately it wasn't too good for her, but yeah, I don't think that's what it was at all. I think she just worried about that and she just didn't know how to handle it. I thought it was crazy that she was considering pulling a house meeting though. She never did it. I kind of was hoping for it just for like the drama aspect, but she talked a big talk all week and then she never did a house meeting. Yeah, I don't think um, causing drama is ever a good idea when you're on the block. Oh, definitely not. Speaking of David, we'll get into the Thursday episode a little bit. His strategy is to tell one of the only people that is rallying votes for him to calm down and that she needs to check herself. And I was like, David. That whole conversation, I was was like, what is going on? It was so weird. It was very odd. Like, I was like, what? Like, is he okay? Like, I think David is really good at talking to certain people, but then really bad at talk. Like, he just doesn't vibe with certain people. And I don't get the impression that David and Davon vibe very well. Tyler and David seem like they have a good conversational relationship. Like, they can have conversations and understand each other and be on the same page. Whereas I just get the impression that Davon and David don't vibe very well. Two totally different people, two totally different pages. I just... I think Devon's like, I don't think the guy like understands. And Bailey made a good point. Like, boy, you don't ever tell a woman to calm down. Oh, yeah. Jeez. I was like, what are you doing? Then we get to the eviction. And I thought it was kind of funny that Nicole <laughs> threw a little bit of shade at Memphis, calling him like the hunky, scary HOH oh and like, look who you put up. But at the same time, she kind right? of put herself down. Yeah, like she said to numerous people and like even in the interviews that she was going to be, she's more of a threat than people say she is and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why are you not only putting yourself down, but putting David down as well? Like it's kind of, I didn't understand it. It was really weird. And also like, I think she probably knew at that point that, that she was going home, but in the off chance that it was a split vote, like Memphis is the one who decides. So maybe like, don't be rude to him when you're trying to stay in the house. What did you think about the votes? So everyone voted to evict Nicole, except for Kevin, which was not a shocker. And then Enzo? I was like, what? I know. I was like, okay. I think maybe Enzo just didn't vibe with David. I don't think it was anything personal. I think he just didn't vibe with him. And maybe he felt bad for Nicole and was like, she's a sweet girl, you know? I think that's what it was. I don't think it was that deep. At the same time, like, I don't know if Enzo is smart enough for this, but I almost wonder if he did that just to, like, stir up some drama. Like, I wonder if he's going to keep it a secret and, like, try I don't to pin think it on so. someone else. I don't think anyone else is really going to question who voted for Nicole and who didn't because mm-hmm. it's so early in the game. And it's not like there were strong feelings of people trying to get Nicole specifically out. Yeah, that's true. They, they later were both, down the line. Yeah. They were both liked, I think. Yeah, so I don't think anyone really would care if that, like, not that they don't care, but, like, it's not one of those things in the game where people are like, who voted for this person? It's way too early for that, and it's not the right people. It's Mm -hmm. not far enough in the game yet, you know? Yeah. I just really hope that people are nice to Nicole when she comes out of the house, because you don't, you can't, we can say that she looked dumb. She did look dumb, but when you're in there, it's got to be really hard. Like you're not seeing all the stuff that we're seeing. And she did say she owes Janelle like a thousand apologies and all this stuff. So I think she knows she done goofed. Yeah, I think she does too. 
So then we get to the HOH competition, which is called Mug Shot. And mm-hmm. I was on the edge of my seat. I don't know so about you. Was, okay, I was on the edge of my seat because you know how they go in certain order, mm-hmm. how they pick the random order? I hate when they show someone and they, I, I'm not going to name names. I'm sure you can guess who. And then they were in the lead for a while. And then all of a sudden someone else comes and just takes it away. And I'm like, mm. no. Oh, I wanted Ian to win me. so That's bad. That's what I wanted so I was crossing bad. my damn fingers, my toes, my tongue, my so hair. Bad. I was like, oh my God, he got 10 points. He's going to win. He crushed it. I was like, okay, Ian. Stupid. Yeah, and then someone else came and I went, okay, never mind. Crispy Wig <laughs> strolls along and decides to take the win. But honestly, you know what? Crispy Wig. I am. Um, I can't take credit for that nickname. There's another podcast if you guys have not heard it called Julie Girl Pod. Crispy they call wig. they call Tyler Crispy Wig, and it makes me laugh. I forgot his last name was Crispin. That makes yeah. me so much better. Yeah, that's why. Um, <laughs> he um he took the win. I will say it was very impressive, and I'm actually enjoying Tyler so far. I also would love to see him take a shot at Memphis. I think he's like still kind of. Like, he has that alliance that he's in, but he's yeah. also got final twos with, like, everyone. So I'm curious to see who he's going to put up. I don't think it's going to be as cut and dry as some people think it might be. Like, people probably assume he's just going to put up Janelle and Kaser, but I feel like he could be swayed to do something different. Oh, yeah. I think definitely. How are you feeling about a Tyler HOH? I mean, I'm not against it. I'm not for it. I mean, I, I like Tyler as a person. I think he overall he means well mm-hmm. um he's not on the wrong side of the house to what I, like i don't really think he's on a side of the house to be honest yeah he's kind of in the middle yeah i don't think he really i think he's just well liked you know he seems to be yeah he seems to be liked by a lot of people and then also sort of like on the outskirts of a lot of the larger alliances which i think at this point is a good place to be i mean i don't mind that he's had a household i guess we'll just see what he does mm-hmm to be honest, like I don't, it could go either way. Yeah. I guess we know he's not nominating David. Yeah, I'm glad for that. I feel like I David. I kind of want him to nominate Memphis, but like. Yeah, me too. I feel like I he won't. He I think he would do a backdoor, but. We also have to take in Safety Suite into account because yes. four people can play. Um, Tyler would have been one of them, but he won HOH, so he's not. So originally there were six people that were able to play. One of them got evicted, Nicole Anthony. Yes. The other one is HOH, Tyler. So the only other four that can play are Memphis, Danny, Nicole F., and Enzo. So if Memphis wins, that could screw up Tyler if he's thinking about um, nominating him. I honestly don't know, like, out of those four, one of those four is going to win. I, like, don't know who they would choose to save. And if Memphis does it, he'll probably choose someone like Cody who knows yeah I could see him saving Cody for sure I don't think Tyler would put Cody up anyways but do you think Nicole F would save Ian again or do you think she'd try to give it to someone else I don't think Ian's um in danger with Tyler really I I mean but I don't think she but maybe to like solidify that too because there was some some drama that Kaser tried to tell Ian that Nicole has another alliance that doesn't involve him I saw this on feeds 
And so I'm sure Ian knows that. Yeah, Ian, I guess, felt a little insecure about it. But at the same time, I think he already had an idea that that was happening. Well, duh. It's not like she doesn't have an alliance with the people on her season or something, you know? Yeah. He went to her and he was like, hey, just so you know, like, Kaser's telling me this. And, like, I just wanted to bring it to you. And Nicole was, like, lied to him, I think, and told him that, like, he has nothing to worry about. So I wonder if in order to, like, strengthen her bond with Ian, if she won, if she would use it to plus one him so that he feels, like... A little bit more safe with her i'm not sure but then yeah. at the same time you don't want to use it on him for a second week in a row like you want to pick someone else yeah i think she would definitely pick someone else to be honest i would love to see her use it on davon or bailey in order to kind of like extend an olive branch to someone who she's friendly with but isn't necessarily in her alliance just to get her a little bit more favorability down the line yeah anybody for that matter like i think danny could use it on davon or bailey uh, if Memphis did that, I think that'd be weird. Um, like I just no, don't see them vibing that well. He I think wouldn't he'd pick definitely, a girl. Yeah, he'd use it on a dude for sure. He'd use it on either Cody. That's all I got. <laughs> I don't know who Enzo would use it on either. Maybe Cody as well. Yeah, Maybe Kevin. No, no they, he wouldn't use it on Kevin. Kevin's like perpetual pawn at this point. I feel like he's gonna get put up a lot. I feel like we can't even talk about nominations or like predictions for that until we know what, what's like, up Tyler's with the safety one of those speed. people where he doesn't have any enemies or any rivals mm-hmm. that people it's that he's really looking a back door or like get rid of. And the only person so right fun. now that I feel like he would have anything against Memphis. would be Memphis and Memphis yeah. is in his alliance. So we we'll have to see. So who knows? I feel like I Tyler think- could convince the alliance to drop Memphis though. Cause a lot of them were annoyed with his behavior last week. So I don't think he could convince Cody. Well, here's the thing. Um, I think if he brought it to Cody first, Cody would shoot, shut it down. But if he brought it to other people first and they got on board, Cody, Cody would go, would go on board. Yeah, he would go with them. Because it's with numbers and he can't go against the rest of the alliance. Just exactly. Memphis. And if Tyler presents it in the, in the fact that like, look, we know Memphis is working with Janelle and Kaser because he didn't want to put either of them up and they're giving him information. So they know that there's like a bond there. They didn't like his behavior last week. And Tyler has like a little duo going on with David, which obviously they don't know about, but he can say he didn't like the way David was treated. Like he's got plenty of reasons to to get his alliance essentially to kick Memphis to the curb. Do I think he'll do I, it this early? No. Probably not, but I would love to see it. Yeah. Oh, same. Definitely. I, I would love to see stuff like that. There's a lot of people don't like to make big moves too early, mm-hmm. but this is all-star season. Go nuts. Go ham, y'all. Right? Um, you shot. Before we wrap up, I did want to talk about um, BB Rewind, which I mentioned last week. It is mm-hmm. the after show that they've been doing on um, the Big Brother Facebook page. So last week, um, Keisha Shante, the host, she interviewed Derek. And this week, she interviewed Brittany Haynes. I love Brittany. She is like a perpetual fan favorite. She's hilarious, and she's really good at the game. So um, it was interesting to see her. And she made some interesting points. The main things that I wanted to bring up first was that um, Keisha asked her who she thinks is in the best spot right now, and I was surprised by her answer. She said Danny. And at first I was I like, I think hmm. she's in a good spot, but, but not she ex- the best. Yeah, she explained it in a way that like she's laying low. She's kind of in with a lot of people right now and no one's really talking about her. She's not getting a lot of screen time either in the episodes, which at this point in the season is a good thing. So I think Brittany's, um, her 
rationale was that like she's doing a good job laying low but also still making connections without being like an outsider i can agree with that i can get on board with that because when i think of someone who's in a good spot i was thinking of davon but people Mm -hmm. have known davon's past and whether or not she's still like that they still carry that with them so i think a lot of people are kind of like skeptical not skeptical but like take bailey for example yes hesitant take bailey for example that whole blow up with tyler Tyler's very hesitant to do or say anything with Bailey because he doesn't want to upset her again. And, and you know, vice versa, I think. Like, Bailey's exactly, a little hesitant exactly. to work with Tyler, too. Exactly. And I think Danny doesn't, since she doesn't have a past of blowing up at people and being drama, like a drama queen or anything, I think she is in a good spot. Like, for the long run, I think she, she is in a good spot, but who knows? Anything could happen. Yeah, I was, I was surprised to hear that from Brittany, but she made a good point. And then. Yeah. The other thing that she, speaking of Tyler and Bailey not being the best of friends, the other thing she mentioned, which I kind of didn't think about until now, was that going into the season, it was pretty obvious that Tyler expected Casey to be there. We know from the rumors that Casey was pretty sure was supposed to be on this season. And I think Tyler was expecting to see her. And when he didn't see her, he kind of panicked. But Brittany made a good point that Casey not being there and Bailey being there instead is great for Tyler's game because duos are being targeted hardcore. We see that with Janelle and Kaser. Keisha and Memphis were kind of looked at as like a pair. They weren't that close, but they were from the same season. Keisha went home. Um, We're starting to see people are grouping up Bailey and Devon because they're spending a little bit more time together and they're getting a little hesitant to um, give Bailey and Devon information. I think it it started to appear that like Nicole A and Kevin were kind of forming a little bit of a duo and that got broken up. So it's probably to Tyler's advantage that Casey's not there and somebody who had, who he had a little bit of drama with in the past is in the house because they can use that to their advantage. Exactly. And Casey also, you know, winner. So I think that's another target, you know, so like Ian, Nicole, Casey, I think, I think that big brother was going to have Casey on definitely. And I think they wanted to have a lot of winners, like at least three of them, you know, because that's kind of like, there's not just one target. It's like, all right. these people, everyone's a target, you know? So I just thought that was a really interesting point. And um, she also said that she thinks Tyler's in a good spot. And now he's even in an even better spot because he's yeah. HOH this week. Exactly. So all we can do is wait, see what happens with the safety suite. And then I guess we'll find out later what Crispy Wig is about to do with this HOH. Crispy Wig. Come on, Crispy. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. To join in on the discussion, use the hashtag OBrotherPodcast on social media, and you can find me at It's Me Breely everywhere. And you can find me at Christina Jascott. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. See you later.